Hello, everyone, and welcome to I Am Not Okay With Day. I am your host, Day, and today, once again, we are joined by the beautiful Melby. What's up? What's up? (laughs) And we are here for part two of our self-love series. I'm very excited to dive into everything to continue really the conversation that we were having um the la- during the last episode and so we're gonna get right into it but first y'all already know the deal we're gonna talk about something that made us feel some type of way so mel you go first honey <laughs> let us know <laughs> oh, oh my some type of way all right so this one still digesting okay um Yeah, so my some type of way is uh, something was revealed to me. And I'm going to find the best way to say it. But this is is how I'm just going to go with it. And we're just going to figure it out from here. But my exit was required for someone else's happiness. Mm, Wow. Mercy. (laughs) Mercy. That's just what we gonna go with right now um that had me feeling some type of way because it felt oh how do I word it I'm telling you, I'm still trying to take it in mm-hmm. but it's kind of like um I'm realizing that I'm experiencing happiness in my life and oftentimes when you feel happy you would think you could be happy with others mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's not often the case um and so sometimes my happiness I'm learning can trigger other people in different ways Mm. and so for people to protect themselves they have to exit my life wow to find their happiness and experience their happiness and I'm so happy for them but it kind of sucks because it's like wow pictured life being different um, I didn't know that my happiness would come at the cost of losing other people mm-hmm. and um, choosing me was a part of that, you know. And so, as you can hear, I'm a little sad still because I'm still processing it, but it feels like, you know, I like I did something wrong when I know I didn't. And I know I'm still a good person. I still have great intentions. Like it doesn't speak anything as to me but Mm -hmm. it could feel like that it could feel like well what could I have done better but honestly that's how sensitive life is when it comes to each of us is that we are all on such unique paths and journeys that what makes another person happy can affect somebody else Mm -hmm. you know there's just I'm noticing that there's so many ways that we affect each other without intentionality you know yeah and it's not personal, but it just really shows how we real deal have to like take care of ourselves and really choose ourselves because yeah, if there's things that just no longer serves you and if you don't figure out why or what that reason could be and not make it like a personal thing, but just looking at it from like a bigger perspective of, you know what? this person needed to step away for their happiness. And I get that. And it's nothing I could have done differently because maybe I was blocking their ability to get to their happiness. And so Mm. embracing that and understanding that. So it had me feeling some kind of way. So I'm like kind of grieving certain things right now um, because it kind of sucks because it's like, dang, I thought we could all be happy together. Mm -hmm. No, happiness don't always work like that. Yeah. Wow. I'm so sorry that's happening. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy because like people don't really talk about that. Like you talk mm-hmm. about, okay, if you need to separate from somebody, mm-hmm. we don't talk about when people need to separate from you mm-hmm. for that reason. Mm-hmm. That's a really hard pill to swallow. Like that's it hard is. to come to terms with. And I'm just so sorry that that's what you're dealing with. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. It's a process, but I'm yeah. learning with God to be okay. It is okay. Mm-hmm. It is okay. And I keep reminding myself that it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like you said, it's a process. Today's going to be a vulnerable episode. I know. We, listen, <laughs> if y'all are watching on the YouTube, you're seeing, we're bare, we're bare, right? I can't yeah. talk. I can't talk. We are bare faced. 
today. Cause that's just how we're doing it today, honey. That's how, yeah. that's how we're feeling today. Okay. That part. I could not, I was like, <laughs> I looked at my makeup brushes and sponges and I'm like, I just nope. don't, not today. It, you just go, just show up. Okay. Just Period. show up. Period. So. <laughs> that's me too. Like I was like, it's going to be I what it's going to be today. <laughs> I know. I, like, Cause you know, girls do this. They be like, okay, what are you wearing? How do I need yes. to look? I almost texted Mel and was like, girl, I'm not doing the face today. Mm-hmm. And I didn't do it because I was like, whatever. And then yeah. I came on and she also wasn't doing it. Yep, sure wasn't. We, love we to were see on the it. same page. Same, just, just here, okay? I almost texted you too. I was like, <laughs> can we just uh, do an audio today? Do we right, have to girl, I thought about it too, okay? But you know what? I said today we talk about self-love. Mm-hmm. And a part of that is about self-acceptance yep. wherever you are, in whatever Period. state you're in, especially in the most vulnerable and natural. So that's yeah. why I was like, I'm showing Shut up out. as I am. Mm-hmm. And that's enough. So anyway. <laughs> so what had you feeling some type of way? Look, not me asking Girl, you a question. I know, right? <laughs> um, okay. So it, Money that deep, but but basically, (laughs) (laughs) listen, I was really frustrated because this past week I found myself reminding a certain person about information I had given them multiple times. Okay. And it's just like, why? (laughs) Like, if I tell you, I've told you. XYZ is going to be the case. Why we I tell you this is brand new information on today? Uh, what? I didn't told I'm you. <laughs> I told you already like three times. This is the yeah. deal. So don't come and then don't come for me. Okay. Cause low key said person tried to come for me as if I didn't already say this. Oh. And I said, uh, uh-uh. see this one we're not going to do today. Okay. <laughs> God is not- still working on me. Okay. Okay. Uh- yeah. That part. <laughs> oh, I know we don't like repeating ourselves. You, you no. Know, you, you just be having to give some more grace a little bit. We're not always all there. I get it. I'm guilty of that sometimes. No. Okay. Lie. But like multiple times though, you know, it's okay if it's like a one time, but yeah. like <laughs> two, three times, you still don't. You're not listening to me at no. this point. And no. I'd like, <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't mean to trigger you all over again, but that's the truth. <laughs> it's fine. We've moved past yeah. it. We're, we're yeah. moving on, but Good. I'm just going to say people listen, <laughs> let's just listen. Okay. Let's really try our hardest to listen You're to right. what people are saying. So we don't have to repeat it multiple times. Okay. <laughs> You know what? And let me just add to that because I'm I'm guilty only because <laughs> I hear you, but I'm guilty of that. Like, you know, as a clinician working all day, you listen, you use so okay. much energy to listen to people. So when mm-hmm. I get off work, like it's a shutdown. <laughs> so there's some Don't talk to you like, after work. <laughs> gonna have that's the note to take no for real I'm, I'm like you might not need to talk to people after you get off work because uh, I'm fried and I won't true. recall anything after nine ten hours of working like I'm not. yeah no that okay that's valid that is I valid know. when I girl at our last job at our last job when we had back-to-back sessions for eight hours mm-hmm. yeah my brain was fried too I wasn't remembering yeah. anything Okay, yeah. so that makes sense. Yeah. I'm gonna give you a pass. Thank you. you pass. Thank you. <laughs> Even though I know it wasn't this, about me. This other person, I don't know, but okay. <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. All right. Well, enough of that. Mm-hmm. Here is why we're here. Okay. Right. We are continuing our series on falling in love with me. And so mm-hmm. Last time we talked a lot about a bunch of different things, choosing you, mm-hmm. boundaries. Yeah. What else did we talk about? Being intentional, values, values yeah. mm-hmm. becoming, creating space to come undone. Mm-hmm. Yes. And All so we are going to continue that. So, Mel, take it away. Tell us what is the next thing on our list of how we yes. can fall in love with ourselves. All right. So the next step is being intentional with what's feeding you. 
Um, mm-hmm. that's, that's key. I didn't even mm. realize how important that was, but, wow. um, so what that looks like is simply not watching all the things just because not listening mm-hmm. to all the things just because not entertaining all the things just because we're being intentional with what is going to be fruitful for our growth. What is going to help us remain on a path of self-love um, I say like for me, like I'm a big Netflix fan, okay? Mm-hmm. And I will sit there and watch all episodes of things and series. And I've learned that what I was consuming wasn't fruitful for me. It wasn't mm-hmm. beneficial to me. So I had to start shifting and implementing new things to watch or something yeah. to read or even music that I listen to is just like can I start listening to like a podcast? Can I Mm -hmm. listen to maybe something that's going to help me feel more motivated or affirmed in who I am and where I'm, where I am in my journey. So, or even conversations, you know, with people like, you know, just knowing like, uh, I'm still working on that. Like sometimes Mm -hmm. I'm just like, okay, just for the fun of it. But honestly, I noticed a different taste, bud when it comes to conversations, different outings, I don't want to be in the same typical places. I want to change up the scenery. I want to engage in, different activities and again this is still a process you know it's not something that I'm you know I've mastered completely but when you work on one thing at a time you will get there even Mm -hmm. with with what I'm eating and what I'm consuming and drinking and you know all of that what I'm wearing and how I'm feeling like that's a lot of intentionality there yeah (laughs) Wow. Consumption mm-hmm. in general is mm-hmm. so important. Yeah. We hear about like the feeding, like what you feed yourself, like physically with food. We know yep. that what we eat definitely affects our moods and different things like that and, and what we drink as well. But we don't put too much thought in other types of things mm-hmm. we're consuming. I remember yeah. when I I used to watch Married at First Sight, okay? And I had to stop. I had to stop because Girl. it was affecting Facts. me. Listen, when I saw all this toxic behavior and it was right after I got divorced too, I said, "Mm -mm. yeah, this is too triggering. I literally cannot do this. Like I am, I'm taking in something that is just causing me pain at this point. And it's irritating me. Like it's not, it's not relaxing me in any way. No. So I had to stop doing that. And there are many things too that once you like really get down to understanding also like how things make you feel when you're in tune with yourself and you realize, okay, I actually don't feel good when I'm doing this. Then you can be like, "Mm -mm," and cut it out. So I think that's really, really important. I love that. Thank you. Yeah. It's a form of like protecting yourself. You know, if you're not being intentional with the things, you know, we're, we are used to being intentional with other people, mm, but this is mm-hmm. why it goes back to ourself, you know, learning how to implement those same external skills within ourselves internally. Mm-hmm. It doesn't apply just to everybody else. Hi, what about you? You know, mm-hmm. you're not going to let anybody talk to you any kind of way. So why do we let music? Why do we let shows mm. and things like that? You know, you're not going to allow somebody to put something in your system, you know, that's harmful. Like, so why are you, you know, it's just, being aware of that and like you said paying attention to how do you feel like I noticed like I don't feel good when I eat that when I drink Mm -hmm. that or when I watch that like you mentioned uh married at first sight love is blind I was like a team fan okay until now I tried to watch another one and it just after the first episode I could not I couldn't even make it through the first episode I will Mm -hmm. be honest Mm -hmm. It's just not the same because like my brain is like being rewired Mm -hmm. and there's things that I see now that's like, that was never healthy. Like, I don't think that show is healthy at all because it just, it's going to go into it, but it does create a lot of things that are not being discussed, which is what we're doing is bringing Mm -hmm. awareness to singleness and how important mm-hmm. it is to heal yourself and do the work before you just run and want to get married and be in relationships and we have broken people connecting with broken people trying to fill a void mm-hmm. oh my gosh and and I realized that at one point that show was connecting to me because I felt that but now mm-hmm. I no longer connect with it so it no longer serves me yeah so, yeah 
which is really amazing how the appetite changes because you like there are times I bet you were like, there's no way I'll never watch love is blind again. Like right. there's a point in time when you really felt like this was the best show ever. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden now you're like, no. Mm -hmm. And I think I've, I've, I've experienced that too, where there are things that I used to do that I'm like, not interested in anymore yeah. literally and I That's could true. not I never would have expected that that would be me you know but yeah. you're right like there is something about growth mm -hmm. that changes your appetite mm -hmm. and there's nothing wrong with that and I think no. you know just going back to what we had talked about before when you know yourself and you know yep. what you need the correct. appetite that is for you and not for everybody else. Correct. Then you can be on that path. Like I met somebody recently who is not on social media and hasn't been on for like seven years. Right. Mm -hmm. And I wow. was like, what? I, mm -hmm. It was like mind blowing. But once I heard this person talk, you know, they're telling me, yeah, like I realized it was doing this and this and this mm -hmm. for me. Mm -hmm. And when I really took a step back, I, I noticed how it made me feel. And I was like, why am I bothering with this? Right. And they told me they don't miss it. Like it, it's not a thing. Right. No. Yeah. So I think when you know yourself and you give yourself the space to figure that out, then you're also accepting of that change. Cause you know, people will be judging you like, Oh, you don't have social media or you don't do this. That's fast. Right. Especially when, when you have no followers and likes right. and it's, Cause I'm not a social media person either. Right. I'm very inconsistent with social media. Like I barely want to do it now. I, <laughs> I honestly, yeah. if it wasn't for my business, I would mm -hmm. not have a social media. My personal page is still deactivated from last year. Like, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So. All right. Tell us what right. the next thing is. Yes. Oh yes. yes. Yeah. So the next one is my favorite, meeting your needs. Like, mm. yes, meeting your own needs. That goes back to paying attention to yourself, being intentional with yourself. Um, I used to operate in a space of, I thought being in a relationship, that person was supposed to meet my needs, you mm -hmm. know? And I've learned that, you know, from day one, it was my responsibility and it still is my responsibility to meet my own needs. So if I need extra love today, like, and that's why I said, know your values, because if you know your values, the, you know, those values ground you, they give you, um, meaning, you know, your life meaning, they give you direction. They help you figure out like what it's kind of like filling your cup. I feel like when you mm -hmm. know your values, yes. you know how to fill your cup. And so for me, um, I'll notice like when I check my values, like, when I feel a certain way, like, let's say if I feel like I don't have enough love flowing in my life today, I'll say, well, you know, you haven't fed that value in a while. Like that's mm. one of your core aids, you know? And so I'll figure out a way, like what makes, what, how can I show myself love today? Like, what do I need mm -hmm. communicating to myself? Like, what can I give myself in this moment to help me feel, um, let's say, you know, connected to my spiritual, you know, relationship with God or whatever it is. So just being a, attentive to what is it that you need what do you need to say to yourself mm -hmm. what do you need to do for yourself how do you need to show up for yourself the things that you would want somebody else to uh give to you imagine yourself giving that to you you know mm -hmm. become mm -hmm. that very thing that you need for your own well-being for your own stability emotionally mentally you know physically spiritually and whatever so just being intentional with meeting your own needs and not requiring yeah. someone else to do that. Mm -hmm. Meeting your own needs is so hard. I and I remember I had a therapy session, maybe, maybe about a month ago or so, where I was talking to her about how lonely I was feeling and how sad I was feeling. And all That's I wanted, girl, all I want, I was telling her, like, all I want is for someone to just hug me, to just mm -hmm. like, tell me it's going to be okay to just be there to give me that comfort. And she was like, okay, so how can you do that for yourself? Right. <laughs> and she said, maybe it would be helpful if you think about you as a younger person, mm. you as four-year-old Dania. Like if you think about what would four-year-old you need in this moment, yeah. and you talk to yourself as if you're talking to your four-year-old self, because what happens is, we are so hard on ourselves today yeah. that, and that we are so mean to ourselves. Yeah. And so you have mm -hmm. to get to a point where like, 
this, the comforting words that you want from somebody else, you mm-hmm. say that to yourself, yeah. right? I think the biggest challenge though with meeting your needs is that sometimes it, they were never met in the first place. So you don't even right. know how to do that, right? Like, right. you know, ideally you grow up, you have parents who meet your needs and teach you how to meet them yourselves mm-hmm. when you get older, you can do that. But yeah. sometimes that doesn't happen. No, um, we become neglectful of that. Like Exactly. Being, yeah. yeah. And when you're used to that neglect, it's hard to, again, know how to give that to yourself, right? right? And so I think in a lot of ways, you know, there's a lot of talk of like inner parent, right? And Mm -hmm. being not inner parent, inner child and parenting your inner child. Mm -hmm. And I think there is a need for us to, again, like understanding what are our needs even, you know, because I don't think that we even know that sometimes people say, okay, what do you need in this moment? And you don't even know. So I think we need to figure that out first. And sometimes that requires us to like dive all the way back into maybe some neglected childhood needs that were not met that are carrying over into adult life. Yeah. And like I said earlier, it kind of brings me back to those values because like when I meet with people and I ask them like, what's important to you? Like, what are your Mm -hmm. values? Oftentimes their values are surrounded by the neglectful experiences that they've had Mm. in childhood and giving them the opportunity to redefine it and say, well, okay, I get that. But what would you want today? What would you choose today based Mm -hmm. off who you are and not who you were and what has happened to you because of that? Because we often crave, like, I'll speak for myself. I wanted what I didn't have in my childhood. I Mm -hmm. wanted what I didn't have in my past as if that's what I really needed. I didn't really need that. I craved it because it was a, um, something that I saw that people had, you know, Mm. or it looked good and it seemed like it felt good. But then when I got it, I was like, Oh, I don't think I really needed that. Mm. I just had an idea, like a false illusion of what that would be like to really get it. And so, yeah, meeting your own needs does take time to process and Mm -hmm. understand And you have to spend time with that. But but again, if you don't even understand what's valuable to you, what's important, what are your your core eight, some will have you pick out 10, but that is how you can start meeting your needs by feeding those values, what's important to you. Mm -hmm. Um, That sets the path in a journey for you, in my opinion. I mean, everyone has their own thing, but I will say for me, once I understood what was important to me, that's how I started meeting my own needs. And it didn't look like the way I thought it was supposed to. I thought I valued certain things Mm. and that's why I had discrepancy or dysfunction in my life because I didn't need those things. Those things weren't important to me. Culture Mm -hmm. said it was, society said it was, my parents said it was, it was never what I wanted and Mm -hmm. what I needed. So that's when I shift gear and started saying, okay, now I know what I needed to. And honestly, you don't need to communicate it to nobody because they're going to be like, that's what you need. That's between (laughs) me and me. Like some of the things that I need, like, honestly, I'm like, really? That's all you needed? (laughs) Like, but it's who I am and I'm not going to fight with that. I'm like, okay, let's go for it. Well, that's a really um, important point about just the comparison because that's what happens, yeah. right? You mm-hmm. just said like you were looking at everybody else and then like people have this and people have this. Yeah. And, like, this is what we think you're supposed yeah. to have. And mm-hmm. when you feed into that comparison, you are inauthentic with yourself because it's that not part. something that you actually want. Right. It's just what is what you're seeing, you know? Mm-hmm. So I really love that you, you brought up that point because- that's how we get like disconnected from self and like sucked yep. into what everybody else wants. Exactly. Perfectly said. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. All right, girl. So what is the next thing? Um, it is embrace change in all forms. Um, what that looks like is just not being resistant to what can change in your life because oftentimes mm-hmm. we're not in control of a lot of things. Honestly, I'm gonna be real. We're, we're right. I was going to say control, we're not control. is a myth. <laughs> it is a complete myth. And so it's so important to like um, go with the current of change versus against it and that it can look different. It can change in everything, changes mm-hmm. in your relationships and your employment within yourself, outside of yourself. Um, change is very uncomfortable for a lot of us. Uncom- wow uncomfortable 
for a lot of a lot of us. And um, oftentimes it's resisted as if it's a punishment or mm-hmm. we don't want it. We're not in agreement to what this change is. And what I'm learning is um, by going with the change, it's leading me to where I'm supposed to be, you know, what is for me, what's in alignment mm-hmm. for me and not fighting against it because I want what I want when I want it, how mm-hmm. I want it, because this was my plan. Mm-hmm. And if we being real, we know who's in full control of all things. Right. Period. And um, so learning how to continue submitting to that understanding that, mm-hmm. you know what, if this is changing, it's changing for a reason. It's a part of the plan. It's part of the process and it's okay. I don't need to fight the change because the change is going to happen with or without you. You just got to, figure out how to cope with it you know whether Mm -hmm. you gotta cry or laugh it out it could be good change and change is not always bad change is for the good you know change is for the good we weren't created to be broken and to be hurt and to be depressed and sad you know we are holding on to things that just don't serve us anymore and it's not because they're a bad person or that job was horrible it's because you've done your part Mm -hmm. and you're meant to move according to whatever the plan is that's happening outside of your awareness here's my question though because i've been thinking about this a lot and i've actually been having conversations too just about change in life Mm -hmm. why are we so resistant to change like what is the reason i mean if we're gonna be real let's get let's get down to it okay (laughs) i mean my experience is i was taught create a plan you know and Hmm. you you execute it. And so it's your way. I was taught it's my way. I wasn't taught it's God's way. I wasn't Mm -hmm. taught to release control and release a a sense of like, um, because when we have control, like it gives us a form of like security in a way. Mm -hmm. Like I can control this. So I feel like I'm stable. I can I can manage this. But when we lose control, we don't feel safe. We don't feel secure. We It's uncomfortable to walk in the unknown. And mm-hmm. so I think for me, that's why I didn't do well with change mm-hmm. because that wasn't a part of my plan. That part, you know, <laughs> yes, 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 yes. So here's the thing. When things are the same, mm-hmm. when things are predictable, mm-hmm. there is to us a sense of security. Mm-hmm. That is the problem. Yeah. That we hold the sense of security in the wrong things. That part. Because change Come is on. inevitable. Yes. Change is going to happen, like you said, yeah. with or without you. But yeah. for some reason, we think and feel mm-hmm. like we need to know exactly what's going to happen. And right. in knowing what's ex- exactly what's going to happen, we feel like safe, like you said, secure. And we feel good, like, okay, we got this. When in mm-hmm. reality, we never got this. Mm-mm. We never knew. Mm-hmm. what was ever going to happen all yep. of the plans that we had they were never going to work out the way we wanted to that's because we never were in control in the first place and the thing is when we are holding on to the um security in the false control that we have mm-hmm. then yes as soon as any kind of change comes we lose that sense of security yeah. because it's not something that is controllable. Yeah. And you're right. Like, what if we embraced A, the fact that we don't have control, yeah, and B, the fact that change is going to happen, but most importantly, C, that our security needs to be based on God. That part. Can you how imagine? You Girl, mm. can you imagine how <laughs> at peace we would yeah. be? Yeah. We would be so chill. If we really just embraced mm. the change and embrace who our security is in, yeah. we would not worry about a single thing. There was something I wrote, if you don't mind. because Go like, ahead, girl. Yeah. Share. Let me share what I wrote. Because if this was on my mind and I couldn't mm. believe it. And so as you're speaking, <laughs> there's this delusion. This is what I wrote the other day. This mm-hmm. was like, when was that? April 14th? Yeah, not wow, too long ago. two days ago. Mm-hmm. Right. 
So I wrote, there's this illusion of running out of time. And God keeps reminding me that I am exactly where I need to be. And the levels of frustration that I'm experiencing is simply because I want more than what God has given me. Hmm. And it's requiring me to be patient and not worry about time because I can trust God's appointed time. So if it's not happening for me right now, it just means it's not time. So in the meantime, I will keep meditating and leaning on his words to give me strength in the wait, in the process, because it is hard. And it's harder when I'm impatient. So embracing change comes with appointed time. Mm. And when you start to see that and realize that you mm -hmm. can release the control that you have and understand that. God has it all figured out. We we just need to catch up to that concept. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. He's already done what he needed to do. And it's hard because it's like, again, I wasn't taught that. And I was just telling my um my aunt yesterday and a friend today, I was like, yo, I feel like a newborn. Like, I feel like I'm an infant wow. all over again. It's really, um, it's really mind-blowing in a sense of like I'm learning how to speak again but with God in mm -hmm. my heart in my mm -hmm. mind in the center of all things I'm learning how to walk again but with God you know like everything I've learned up until this point like I feel vulnerable I feel mm -hmm. like an infant and so I've been isolating a lot more which is why I said I feel very vulnerable today because it's like I realize I'm a newborn and I'm trying to do this the way that is more um, um, in alignment with who created me, like who chose mm -hmm. me, you know? Because I remember reading in John and it said it so perfectly, like when Jesus was talking to the disciples and he was like, you know, I chose you, you didn't choose me, you know? And I'm like, okay, so I need to stop fighting because whether I like this or not, you chose me. Mm. So what did you choose me for? What do you need me to do? How do you need me to show up? And so change is a part of being chosen. That mm. no longer serves you. Go, close that door, open. Yes, no, pause, be still, decrease so I can increase. Like mm -hmm. there's a lot that happens in the change. And, and if we stay so focused on fighting it, we miss the bigger picture. We mm -hmm. miss the bigger purpose in that season for whatever was supposed to be birthed or die in that space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let me just say this in what you just said here, you being a newborn, I just want to just say, have grace with yourself in this process oh, yeah. Absolutely. because <laughs> we not judging a newborn for not walking. Exactly. Cause that's not what they're supposed yeah. to do. So just mm -hmm. give yourself some grace there. Just oh, wanted yeah. to say that the Thank next you. thing though, um, is yeah. When you are talking about, you know, Again, so much talk about change is attached to control. And mm -hmm. when we can really give that up, like I, in my own personal experience, I mean, I, we had this conversation a couple of weeks ago. This is what this has been my experience. As soon as you kind of release that mm -hmm. control, God does amazing things. Does. I mean, he's always doing amazing things, but like you can see it. Like he uh -huh. really can work his full purpose through you once yep. you're able to relinquish that control. And it's something that I have to remind myself of daily because mm -hmm. many times I'm like, let me just do this. Like, let me just, you know, and it's just <laughs> yeah. like, girl, calm it down, honey. Right. Let's not get ahead of ourselves here. Let's remember Ooh. who has the ultimate control. Right. Who is determining everything that's happening at this time, yeah. right? And so I think the change and control go hand in hand. And mm -hmm. once we're able to relinquish control, we can embrace the change yep. and embrace the fact that it's going to happen yep. and maybe not be so scared or worried or mm -hmm. even sad about the yeah, fact right. that change is happening because like, yeah. that's just what is normal, you know? Yep, exactly. Yeah, I love that. All right, next thing. Oh, wow. So the next thing um, is connecting to, and I wrote connecting to your purpose. Mm. But I had a session with a client and it changed my perspective on this. So okay. we might have to, yeah. We might okay, have to let's hear it. In this moment. Okay, let's do it. So we were talking about how like people are often very stressed because they feel like, I don't know my purpose. Mm -hmm. 
it's like, oh, this is heavy. Like, this is what people fight for. I feel like I have no purpose. I feel like I'm here because I have no purpose. And at first mm -hmm. I was an advocate for like purpose over pleasure and purpose, purpose, purpose. And mind you, I had a friend that we did a live on this topic, but something was revealed to me as I was speaking to this client. And I said to her, I was like, you know, I'm not, I'm not, start, I'm starting to think it's, it's, I think we missed the mark that our purpose, first of all, is breath, like, like life, like God, like our connection to God. And I think once you understand who created you, right, like you go back to, it's like, let me say this. Okay. You, our purpose, what I'm learning is to reconnect to the source. Like initially I was disconnected. But I realized my purpose was to remain connected to the source, to mm -hmm. my God. That to me is purpose. Because once you connect to your source, then everything that you do is purpose. Mm -hmm. You know, what you walk in, you may not always realize because like a relationship, you know, I remember mm -hmm. telling you when I, when we worked together, I felt like there was a bigger purpose was for, to meet you. Cause look at what we've created, Yeah, it, you know, from our relationship, I feel like everything, there's a divine, you know, order or purpose existing outside of our awareness. And I've noticed with every encounter or situation, there's something that happens, whether it begins or it ends. And I've come across so many people in situations that have been impactful you know, whether it's positive mm. or negative, but it meant something, it served a purpose. So I'm not sure if purpose is about, this is what you're supposed to do. And mm -hmm. this is who you are. I'm starting to realize and I'm still putting it together. I'm like, purpose is about re remaining and who created us first. And he graces, like he graced us for what we do in life. You know, mm. I've called you to do this. So I don't know, maybe you can help me with that. Cause I was like processing that with her and she felt more relief in the end. Cause she was like, that kind of makes sense. Like I'm starting to understand, like, first of all, I'm not even connected to my source. That's purpose. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Wow. I love <laughs> this. Uh, yeah. The, the topic of purpose is I always know. very challenging because yeah. many people have different views on mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. And I think we have a different view on it because we have that relationship with God and that knowledge of God. And I agree with you Yeah. because when you think about purpose is like the reason, right? That is, that is the reason it is. What is the explanation for this? Exactly. Right. right. And, so and we're living when, in that. <laughs> yeah. But I think a little bit of it comes back to control in some ways where mm. sometimes we think oh like my purpose is to do this and so we try to like make it make it happen and do all these extra things but when you are connected to the source what happens is like god reveals things through that relationship mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. provides the doors and the opportunities right for things to happen i think like when you can relinquish the fact that you can't create your own purpose that purpose yeah. is not something that you just like come up with it's something yeah. that because the world says purpose is within you right mm -hmm. and yes like purpose is within you but it's because of what god has placed in us it's because of who we are mm -hmm. in him mm -hmm. and once we are like you said connected to who mm -hmm. that person is mm -hmm. he will reveal it to us and everything that we do will be in his purpose yes. going on the street to the grocery store you're walking in his purpose you don't know who you can touch when you do Correct. that doing Correct. regular things doing grand things being in sessions like doing your job and so I think you're on to something. Thank I really you. do. I think that um, I haven't really had the answer to this myself mm -hmm. as far as like, what does it mean to live in your purpose? But my experience has been that once I got closer to God, once I nurtured that relationship, Mm -hmm. it was revealed. Like that's how this podcast started. I can say with 100% certainty the podcast is part of my purpose because right. of, and when you think about how it was birthed, I got divorced and I was in like the lowest of the low and I was going through a healing journey and I could not 
<coughs> sorry. I couldn't let myself get to a certain place because I wasn't allowing myself to feel the feelings, right? Okay. All these different things. And I realized that vulnerability was a big part of my issue, right? And I couldn't even be vulnerable with myself. It was just a whole thing. And yeah. once I like broke it down, once I said, I'm not going to rely on myself anymore. And I really like gave that up to the Lord. Literally, that's when God was like, okay, talk about it. You know, yeah. this is the thing you're most scared to do, do it. And ever since then, I think I've gone, I, I've I've been faced with many scary things I never thought I would ever do but God is like do it because this is what you're supposed to do and it's be and I'm in a place where I can receive that hear it and obey because of the relationship the relationship yeah. that we now have you know so yeah. um yeah I agree with that and I think that's really powerful yeah and thank you for sharing that because it just helped me maybe word it in a way of like our existence, our very own existence, existence is purposeful. It yes. is purpose. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because so believing that and acknowledging mm -hmm. that and embracing that. Yeah. 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 Because, you know, I remember having many conversations with previous clients at um, the eating disorder facility I worked at where people would say, you know, I'm not enough or I'm not worth it. Right. And it's like, what does that mean? What, yeah. You're not enough for who? You're not worth it for who? Right? right. And it's like, yeah, the very basis of existing is not enough. You mm. need to be doing X, Y, Z more. You need to look a certain way because if you look a certain way, that tells everybody on the outside that you are X, Y, Z person. But what mm. about just just being who you are right. what about that being okay the fact that you exist and like that is fine you know so I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because I think we do not place value on existence like no. we don't think that that's enough and that's because of what society says like yeah. you exist but you also need to be accomplishing xyz in order mm -hmm. to be of you know someone of yeah. value and that's just yeah. not the case <sighs> yeah, you don't the earn the right to breathe. Right. You That's know what I mean? Purpose. <laughs> That's purposeful. And, That's and you are breathing because God is allowing you to mm -hmm. breathe mm -hmm. because God has more for you. Yes. I, I used to hear some um, someone say, every day you wake up, that is God letting you know that you got he got work for you to do. Period. I believe that. I feel that mm -hmm. same way. I had um another thought I was like you know what God thank you so much because now I feel like I understand when preachers say like have crazy faith I feel like mm -hmm. I finally got into that space of having crazy faith because I truly believe in my heart and my soul and all my spirit okay that for me to have breath today you're not done there's you're there's not. There's no way I can imagine what you have planned for me, but I trust that where I'm at today is enough evidence to know that you can, you will continue to blow my mind. Mm -hmm. You will, because every day that I have breath, there's purpose. There's um, a chance for change. And I have this running joke with a client, which I'm not going to say it on here <laughs> for reasons, but it's the belief that um, no matter who you are, there's still a chance because of who we serve, mm -hmm. you know? no matter what you've done that's not our job to hold on to well this person and that person well that's a horrible person I don't think God could you're not God you know mm -hmm. so just understanding that um our purpose here on earth is to honor who created us and remain mm -hmm. in who created us and to trust him with what he's given us to manage mm. oh my goodness I <laughs> love that because yes. you know what too when you Come think on, about, <laughs> listen, when you think about the fact that God created us, mm -hmm. which this is what I was going to talk about and what God has taught me, I won't say the whole thing, but like God was so intentional about us, each mm -hmm. individual person. Mm -hmm. He shaped us, formed us, made us look exactly the way we look, gave us the character traits that we have, gave us specific, unique things to each and every yeah. one of us, right? When he created us and he specifically put each and every one of us on this earth. Yes, he did. Let's just period. If we just period that and just end. Period, yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, what, like, can yeah. you really just take that in? When yeah. you think about 
God putting you on this earth. That means that he was intentional that you Mm -hmm. need to be here. Correct. Yep. And whatever the reason is, I do believe will eventually be revealed to you, but let's just start with, you need to be here period. Yeah. You, you have breath. There's a reason Mm -hmm. for you to like, there's no way you're here and it's supposed to be chaotic or miserable or whatever. No, there's purpose for Mm -hmm. you here. Mm -hmm. And you have to first realize that your existence is enough purpose is enough proof for your purpose. Yes. Proof. Your existence is enough proof of your purpose. Put that on a t-shirt. Okay. <laughs> Listen, copyright that. Okay. For real. Wow. Yeah. I love that so much. Me too. That just came to me. So I never said it before, but I love it. I need to maybe write that down. Write it down, honey. <laughs> but that is true. And that's what that relate. That's what that session revealed to me. Mm-hmm. That's what mm-hmm. it did to me that I was like, so when I was reading that I had, cause we, I prepped this like a yeah. month ago. I wanted to change that because of what I saw in that moment. I was like, this is not okay. Mm, mm-hmm. This is sad, you know? Mm. And I didn't like that for her. So God, I feel like he moved in me in that moment to communicate to her. Honey, you are purpose. You are. Period. You are. Praise the Lord for just revealing <laughs> things to us yes, for his yes. revelations and mm-hmm. his touching of our hearts. And girl, let's just talk about change because that's what you just talked about and the fact that you wrote something down you had it in your head and god revealed something else you made that change for right here on the spot it just happened like wow (laughs) embrace it because and i will be honest in that moment i felt uncomfortable because it's the Mm. expectation that i'm prepared for today's you already wrote that down i already wrote that down Mm -hmm. but because that was a plan I'm about to throw this mic. <laughs> throw it. <laughs> but no, thank you for pointing that out to me. Exactly. In that moment, I had to embrace it because mm-hmm. I know who I serve and I trust him. And that is what happened. And I invited you. I was like, I'm going to need your help. Being yeah. okay to ask for help in the yes. like, when you don't understand the change or what's happening, maybe somebody else can give me insight. Mm. You help me to to navigate this and put that in better perspective than I could have. So thank you. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Praise God. Let's thank the Lord. Cause I feel like he's in this. He's in this. Wow. (laughs) You know, this is, (laughs) I love this. And this is what happened to me in the last episode. Like I had this big revelation in the middle of the whole thing. So we love to see it. I think too, just, this is a, testament to our humanity and like we are you know we're clinicians we have all this knowledge but we're also human we're figuring things out that's again the point of this whole thing we are figuring it out and we're sharing what we have learned with y'all and so I just I'm very grateful for just this experience like yeah love to see it this is so (laughs) exciting oh my god is so good (laughs) oh my gosh okay okay let's move on okay yes yes the next one fall in love with all of you and Mm. take your time wow okay we need we need some we need to take our time on this one okay (laughs) girl such a goofball (laughs) yes no for real fall in love with every single every single part of you Mm -hmm. all things in you was made okay for a reason And embracing that and loving that, taking care of it, being attentive to it, being patient with it, graceful with it. You know, we say that God created us, right? Let's trust his creation. Okay. (laughs) We just have all the shirts right now. We're about to make some money, honey. I'm about to put these on shirts and sell them because wow. Yes. I'm telling you, God did a number on me. I'm telling you, like, (laughs) I was like, God, you created me. Mm. Let me take the time to appreciate what you created. Yes. Let me trust his creation. And because I can trust him, I said it before, right? Okay, so that that honestly, I don't know if you want me to say more. <laughs> I know. But Do we need to is, say more? That is it. <laughs> like God created you, so Period. fall in love with the creation, yeah. all of it, and 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 the whole thing that I said about time, 
I don't care how much time you need. You take it. Because for every day that you have breath, Mm -hmm. right? There's purpose. There's intent there. So um, yeah, I'm a love me because God chose me. I'm a mm-hmm. love me because he created me just as he needed me and gave me free will, right. To reconnect with him. Right. Cause at first it wasn't in my awareness when it came to him, like my relationship with him mm-hmm. now it is. And I had a choice and I made yeah. my choice. And so, yeah, that's that. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what else to say. Drop with that, the mic yes. at this point, honey. <laughs> Listen, okay. Falling in love with all of you, I think all is, of it. is again, I'm thinking about just the, the why, like, why is it so hard to do? And we all come back again to looking at everybody else, but like, there's only one you. And God created you only. I mean, not you only. He created only one you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so it's like, why would you not right. um, embrace all of that? Like, right. what is the reason for denying parts of you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why? Because like, I think a lot of times what happens is we deny it because we think we won't be accepted or loved or whatever from other people. But again, like that all happens when you don't know and are not confident in who you are as God's child. Thank you. That's what (laughs) just revealed to me. Who taught you these things? Unlearn that. That doesn't serve you. God has his teaching in a special book. Let's apply that. Let's read that book, right? Mm -hmm. The Bible. That's what we're referring to right here. Okay. If you want to know who you are, read the Bible. If you want to know, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's, and it's not for religion. It's for relationship with God. Yeah. Find out who God is, the type of love he offers. And, you know, just the whole story of Christ and all that, like that is a, we're meant to read the Bible. Mm-hmm. Like we're meant to read it. And I, and at one point I was so like, no, I don't know. But mm-hmm. I realized when I read the Bible for relationship, he reveals all the beautiful things about myself yeah. in that moment, you know? Um, because I know oftentimes we can get in a space of like trying to, um, apply certain parts of it, the good and, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. the bad and all that. And it's like, honestly, just reading for like understanding and for connection and for guidance in certain areas. And if you look in the back, it tells you for trust, read this for love, read this for this and that, whatever. And so, um, uh, I really was going somewhere with this. and then I- <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> We're talking about reading the Bible. <laughs> no, I just like kind of went over to a whole nother side, but no. <laughs> but no, what I wanted to say was the lens. You kept saying looking, looking, looking. And so yes. looking through the lens of God, you know, of um, who mm-hmm. we are and who, who we were created to be and right. that we were created to be fruitful, not broken, like mm-hmm. not, you know, that doesn't work that way. Once you learn and understand that and see yourself, how God sees you, mm-hmm. that's when your language changes. That's when your behavior changes, you know, because you're taking the time. Like I, I was saying to my friend the other day, I was like, you can tell who's really not reading the Bible. I was guilty of this. I sounded <laughs> crazy. Like I didn't have any biblical reference and I sounded they're like I didn't I was like yeah I believe in God honey but you sound like you don't serve a God the way you're speaking and carrying yourself okay (laughs) but I get it now I see why they say you can tell because if you were you would speak in a way Mm. of, of knowing who you are in Christ and not who you are based off the world's perception of you, your experiences, you know, God reminds us in the Bible to not conform to the ways of this world for a Mm -hmm, reason. mm -hmm. You know, I, you know, I see you differently for a reason. So I, um, I feel like when you said, look, you kept saying, look, like we look at Mm -hmm. this, we compare, we do this, the lens that we're looking through is not of Christ. Exactly. You can tell the difference. So when you start to speak worry, fear, and all the other things, that's not Mm -hmm. of Christ. You're speaking of flesh. You're speaking of experience. You're not speaking of knowledge of knowing God, you know what? You got me no matter what, Mm -hmm. you Mm -hmm. know, like I know, you know, all the things that we can quote and say, but that's what I mean by know who you are 
in Christ. And so yes. to know who you are in Christ allows you to fall in love with everything. Okay. Yes. We Every got there, girl. single thing. I know I had to come back. I was like, girl, where did you go? You got it. You got it. <laughs> Period. Okay. Yes. I was going to just add there with what you were saying about the Bible. The Bible is God's way of communicating with us. And I mean, he can yeah. communicate with us in many different ways, but he uses the Bible. Like that's a big part of it. And so reading it, learning it, understanding it is our, it's mm -hmm. like a direct thing of like, Hey, yeah, this is it, you know? Yeah, and, and like you said, I think even with like knowing, reading the Bible and being able to tell what, what you can tell is really just the type of relationship you have with God. Like, do you know him? Cause that's right. really what it is mm -hmm. when you know, but the Bible says by beholding you become changed. When you know him, you are like oh, him. Sweet. And when you are like him, you're going to love yourself because why right. not? Because right. literally he yeah. created you. So I think that's a big part of it as well, you know? Yeah. Um. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, girl. I think, is there one more? <laughs> uh, yeah, there, there. Oh, wait, do we go through the whole thing already? Girl, that was it. No. That was <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was it. Yeah, That's no. It? And I just, yeah. And I, to add to it is just give yourself grace on this journey. Um, It takes time to fall in love, even with you. Mm, okay. Um, That's not it. So that wasn't it, but that is it right there. Okay, let's say that again, honey. Say that again. Give yourself grace on this journey, right? On your journey, you need grace, but it takes time to fall in love, even yeah. with you. I love that. Grace yeah. is so important because yeah. we, I think, especially as Black women, there's yeah. so much pressure. I think I talked about this before, but there's a lot of pressure that is placed on us externally, but we also place on ourselves. Yeah. And giving, we give grace to everybody else, but why don't we give it to ourselves? Right. We need to. This is a journey. Yeah. It's a lifetime, yeah. a lifelong journey of understanding yourself, knowing yourself and ultimately loving yourself. Yeah. And so remembering that you're not going to get it right perfectly and that is OK mm -hmm. and that you're going to make mistakes still and that yep. you're not going to be perfect at all. And you're figuring things out is Correct. OK. Okay. It is absolutely 100% okay. Yes. Trust the process. God already knew, okay? He knew the challenges that would come when he created us. Mm -hmm. Like he already called it. He just wants us to keep showing up, keep choosing, yeah. keep seeking him you know, keep leaning onto his word. So mm -hmm. just don't give up in that, yeah. you know, take it one and day also, at a time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, I was just gonna say take it one day at a time, one breath at a time, one sermon, one reading, one prayer, one everything. Because mm -hmm. as we said before, it is a marathon, not a sprint. Sprint, exactly. Um, I forgot what I was gonna say. So. No, that would happen to you. I should have like that's why I always like try to give you that leeway to speak because no. I know. You gotta and get the brain is like not me out here judging people for forgetting things when I'm out here judging in the midst of the conversation. I mean, forgetting in the midst of the conversation. No, it's okay. It's okay. It's um, we're just gonna move on here. God, like I'm not any any of this. We're gonna keep this in, y'all. This is us. We're real. We're raw. Yes. And I love it. it Thank you for acknowledging <laughs> that. Because I just want to be real. Can we be real? Because I don't want to yes. not be real. Yeah, I just want to be human. Like, yeah, unapologetically human. I don't. Mm, I don't want to hear anything about. Oh, you know, this. Uh, well, I ain't gonna say that. <laughs> See, I told you he's still working on me. He's still he's working, still working on, on, me. on me too, girl. He's still working on me. <laughs> but let's just say this. I'm just glad. I'm so proud of us because we did not allow the pressure of what's expected when we show up, mm -hmm. you know, to do this right here. Right. What we're Perfection. Doing. Mm -hmm. Perfection, right? Mm -hmm. To um, pull us away because I feel like today's session was just needed. And yes. guys, you have no idea how we feel. It's been rough, y'all. I'm just telling rough. you. <laughs> I I don't even know how the first half of this um is gonna go because we're are, we're having some technical difficulties, but we're having yeah. faith in the Lord. Amen. It's gonna work out. We're gonna figure this out because people need to hear this, so we're gonna get this out. Yes. But it's been rough, y'all. So <laughs> yeah, and I'm glad that we can be very open and vulnerable yeah. in this moment to allow that um to be uh transparent 
in this mm-hmm. uh recording um yes. in this yeah because I don't want to portray perfection I want to exactly. portray like I want to be real and I'm not comfortable in a space of not being real mm-hmm. and so I'm glad that we were able to still do this and be Same. like you know we're not doing this for us we we see the bigger picture here we see the Period. bigger purpose here so we're just gonna show up and do the best we can so we appreciate you guys yes yes okay so let's jump into our final and most important favorite um segment what god has taught me so mel go ahead and let us know what has god taught you recently recently god has taught me that i am exactly where i need to be Mm. Uh (laughs) uh-huh and that i have exactly what i need to be Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> I'm going to explain that a little bit more. Um, in addition to that, the reason why I said I'm exactly where I need to be and I have exactly enough to be is that God has equipped me for exactly where I am. Mm-hmm. And I noticed that I was experiencing like frustration and conflict when I was trying to go outside. I didn't even notice I was doing that. Mm. It was like, I kept trying to do things and it kept like, I'll say the spirit, the spirit kept pulling me back and say, well, what do you have? Because this is enough. What we've given you, mm-hmm. what you have is enough for you to be. And I realized that I was in conflict with that because I was still trying to, I was very impressed with what he has given me up until this point. And because of that, I thought I could do more, mm-hmm. but I have to just be in this moment, in this season um, and not do anything more because there's a reason why mm-hmm. I'm equipped with my cap. I'm at my capacity of what I need of what I want. And I have to get familiar with that. And for like, like, for example, I took a break from listening to um, like sermons and things like that. And I, I was a little scared about that because I thought I would like lose the connection, Mm -hmm. but I realized that I needed to do that because I needed to apply all the knowledge and information. I needed time. I didn't give myself time to apply what I've learned over mm-hmm. the course of months, right, maybe right. Even a year. I just kept going and going, kept feeding myself. So where I was starting to feel a little burned out. Mm-hmm. And so God is reminding me that I have enough. And so just use that and be in that. And being in that is so still. It's so abnormally like, um, cause you're, iso- I'm isolated, you know, I'm not as outside as I was before. Mm, mm-hmm. And so I'm learning how to make what he has given me enough, what he has equipped me with right now, today, enough, because then he will level me up to whatever's next. And I want to be prepared for that. Right. Um, so I am learning and it's so hard y'all. Like it is hard because at first, like I said, I'm like, why am I, I'm stressing my own self out because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm steady going based off what I want. I'm going back to the I, I need to stay away from the I mm-hmm. and stay in the will of what God has permissed until this point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's what God has taught me this past okay. week. Okay. I started smiling in the beginning because I know I saw that. <laughs> I was going to say the very same thing. <laughs> we are. Uh, We're just this... here, girl. Okay. I want to show you something. I don't know if you can see it. This is my phone screen right here. Mm-hmm. It says, perhaps this is the moment for which you have been created. Esther mm-hmm. 4 verse 14. And let me tell you, I've had this on my phone screen for a long time as just a reminder that this God has placed you where you need to be. Maybe this is the moment God created mm-hmm. for you to be mm-hmm. in, right? Mm-hmm. And it's just funny because as you're talking, well, I was I was going to talk about my self-love study. So mm-hmm. actually, you were the one that 
um, impressed upon me to do this. So I, I mean, I've been doing my Bible studies anyways, um, but I kind of like choose something specific to do. And then I like move on to the next. So I was finishing up whatever I was doing before. And I was like, okay, what should I do next? Right. And, um, Yes, the self-love talk that we had, like just everything. I was like, what does the Bible say? Like, let me try to, again, go to the Bible and see what I can gather from this. And so in yeah. my studies, what I've been learning so far is, again, like God's intention for us. God's intention that leads to his love for us. Like mm -hmm. when mm -hmm. you think about how much God loves us, you know, the Bible talks about how that he knows the hairs on our heads. He knows everything specific to us. He knows us like no one knows us. Okay. Like, cause he literally created us. And when you think about how intentional he's been, which I know I've been saying this over and over again, but it's just something that's come up a lot more in the stories that I've been reading Every situation was done in a way where whoever the character was in the Bible was prepared. Yep. Whatever they had in them, it was yep. meant for that. And so yep. Esther is a perfect example of that. Esther, she literally was in a place where any ordinary person would have been killed. Like everything that she did probably would have led to death. Mm -hmm. But Esther didn't die because God had a greater purpose for her. And in the story of Esther, her uncle, when she was scared and she was like, how can I do this? Her uncle was like, what if this is the moment that God created you for? Wow. Right. And so then she went in there, did the thing and saved her people. And wow. so, you know, I tried to hold on to this too, because I'm now in a place where I've transitioned into a new job and Girl, there are so many times that I'm like, what am I doing? Like, yeah. I'm an imposter. <laughs> I don't belong here. Yeah. And I question myself. And there's a lot of new opportunities that are coming up for me. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, I don't know what I'm doing. But then I have to this reminder. It's okay. I put mm -hmm. you here. Yep. God tells me I put you here. You know, um, actually, I think it was last week, uh, last week I was talking to someone and I was stressed out about work. No, not, not this last week. Yeah. A couple of weeks ago, I was stressed out about work and something. And I was like, I just, I was expressing these same feelings. Like, I don't know. I'm, I, I don't know if I can do this. Like, I don't know if mm -hmm. I know what I'm doing right. And <clears throat> the person said to me, God allowed every single person to walk into your office at the time and the day that they did because he knew they needed to speak to you mm -hmm. that was not an accident mm -hmm. he did that because you needed to see them mm -hmm. right and so I had a really concern a lot of concern for one specific person and I mean like we prayed about it and hello the, the the client texted me last week is like everything worked out it's okay and so it's just just mm -hmm. that small thing right yeah. I'm like okay all right so I am here for this reason like you did do this yep. you know sometimes mm -hmm. we need that reminder especially I think for us as clinicians the imposter syndrome mm -hmm. is so real mm -hmm. but God is like I put you there yeah. for this reason so you're mm -hmm. gonna be okay i gave you the skills just like you said girl i gave you the skills you are who yep. you are you have these skills for this moment mm -hmm. so don't worry so yeah. that's it's crazy yeah. that we had like the same thing because we didn't talk about this. we did not talk about it and <laughs> and and if you're trying to do more than what he has given you that's on you mm -hmm. that is completely mm -hmm. on you and i couldn't i when when i when that was revealed to me i was like Oh, okay. Yeah. He's still, he's still. <laughs> gotcha. You're right. You're right. That's why I'm frustrated because I'm trying to do more yeah. than what you, you know, and I trust you. Right. So mm -hmm. I'm, I'm chill. You're right. But you're, that's so we are too online today. <laughs> I know. I love it. Can't wait to talk to you afterwards. Cause honey, <laughs> girl, we have a whole next podcast, um, secret podcast for just us. Okay. <laughs> that's true oh that's my true. gosh Thank well you. Mel a pleasure as always mm -hmm. to talk to you as always to have you on yeah this was aming Thank you so much for joining me. You're so welcome. <laughs> and until next time, y'all. Bye. Bye. <laughs>